Pigeons 420. Mr. Grow It. And Rob from Cannabis Lifestyle TV. From the Stash Podcast. From the Stash Podcast, we are here. It's your boy Rob from Cannabis Lifestyle TV, Pigeons 420, and Chris, aka Mr. Grow It. Welcome. Guys, here we go. This is really, this is going places, may yeah, I it's say. official. The pilot's oh. done. We're officially here now. <laughs> it feels good. I feel comfortable. I don't know about you guys, but I have to admit, that very first episode, I was nervous. Like, I was a little, I was a little tight. I was a little held together, reserved, if you will. Might not have come off that way, but, but now yeah. I feel... I it helps with the morning brews. The morning brews help. Right. Yeah, so loosened <laughs> up a little bit. <laughs> I mean, coffees. Morning, coffees, morning right. jokes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Leave it to your imagination to figure out what's in the cups. Yeah, so they're getting easier episode. and easier, huh? This is, I oh, mean, dude. as we talk more and more, we, we're flow better and better, becoming better and better friends, knowing more Agreed. about each other. It just makes things a lot easier. So, that's yeah. what I was going to say. Yeah, in today's episode feels like we're literally just on a Zoom call bullshitting with each other. Right, right, like right. It, yeah, I dig really it. That's really And we were just like, let's hit, hit the record. Go. Just go. <laughs> Oh yeah, so a uh, big shout out Green Goblins on the one and twos out here making it happen. And uh, yeah, man, so today's episode we're talking about something I'm dealing with today. I've got the kids screaming and yelling in the background as I'm trying to record podcast episodes. But yeah, family or significant others and being a grower, man, there's a lot to it. And even the content creator, we can mix a little bit of that in at the end there because we're, we're a hybridized group here. Nice. But man, you know, I've myself, I've got a two-year-old and a four-year-old, two boys, and they're wild as shit. I've got uh, my significant other, Leslie, she is uh, on top of everything usually, but when it comes down to gardening, she usually doesn't have a lot of patience, I will be honest there. So how I go about things is a little different than other people, I feel like, because I work, I'm an entrepreneur, you know, but I also got my family, so I got to split the time up. I do martial arts, do content creating, do all these things, but then I grow cannabis. I've got two different gardens, a patient garden and a personal garden. So, man, splitting up that fucking time is a headache, dude. That's a headache. How do you guys manage your time? Like, do you have like a schedule? Like, do you literally write down a schedule or do you just shoot from the hip and like, all right, I know I got to do this? For me, it's, I mean, it's all about scheduling. Um, you know, I have a girlfriend as of this year. Uh, before that, I was just dating randoms. Um, Tinder Bumble was my go to for several <laughs> years. Um, and, uh, you know, I'm fortunate enough to have a girlfriend who is supportive of what I do, which is, is huge. And so, me just having that strong communication with her to say, hey, when the lights come on at 6 p.m., I'm in the garden. So uh, I'm going to do what I'm going to do throughout the garden. <laughs> and then I'm going to be able to spend time with you after the fact. And she's very supportive when it comes to that. So, yeah, as far as scheduling, um, just kind of once once or twice a day I'm in the garden. And, uh, yeah, she's cool with that. She doesn't really know. She she kind of pops her head in there sometimes and, and, and wants to learn, which is really cool because I, I can sit there and explain some things to her and actually helps me on content creation to think that, hey, somebody brand new who doesn't know what they're doing, they're asking this type of questions. It's good for me to bring up in my content. So it, it works out good for me. And that's, that's, that's great. Like I, I have to admit scheduling is key. And if you can fit your chores in, I, I refer to them as, cho- as chores these days uh, because well, when you're away from family and doing things that you don't necessarily want to do, I consider that a chore. And it's not that I don't appreciate gardening, but I do appreciate family and my free time and getting outside. Um, but uh, I, it's definitely about scheduling, you know, gardening will consume your life. If you came into my house and you walked into my gardening area uh it's it's hundreds of square feet in terms of the space between the bedroom and the the flower room 
We've got the the watering hole, which consists of about an eight by eight area that has a drain in the floor with a reservoir on the side and a shelf full of nutrients and the the the, the laundry sink that I use for water washing out my pots and so on and so forth. So the real estate that that it takes for my garden is massive. And I am so thankful to again, my wife is very uh, compassionate and very uh, enthusiastic about my hobbies and m the ability that I can or, or the fact that I can provide my family with good quality medication and recreation, you know, um, without jeopardizing the budget. And the fact that I have that system of network um, re really helps. Now, my wife has absolutely zero to do within the garden you know when it comes to trimming on the other hand she can find herself in jail for just a little while at times because you lucky know how it is you, yeah right right yeah. right and yeah. uh lucky it, it's it's very it's very it's very nice to have that that relief you know she is washing pots every now and again we use fabric pots around here so we try to clean them out keep them refreshed and so on and so forth so it is a it, it's a it's a family project you know in, in you you need the, the the work of your entire family for this to to happen um, so it's glad I'm glad to hear that uh, you both have a very um, functional and and working system within your household because growing cannabis, if I may, can be quite contentious in some households. And yeah. I, I'll let someone else take on for a moment, but I've got some horror stories about what can happen if you're growing in a house either with someone who doesn't know or someone who is not on the same page as you. Yeah, see, my you know, my girlfriend likes bud certain strains, but it's it's the amount of time put into it. The main thing is, if the kids are sleeping, I could be gone and wherever. It doesn't make a difference as long as the kids are sleeping, good to go. But if uh, the kids are up, it's like, and I should be home spending time with the family. And I fully understand that if I'm not working, change it up. So what I did is after I had my first kid, you know, two kids only, done after November twentieth, never happening again. Thank God for the sniffer. <laughs> and uh, you know, I think yeah, hey, got a one and guy. done, baby, one and done. Smart man, smart man. Chris, stick with the cats for now, bro. That's the way to do it. <laughs> jump in, bro. No, jump in. He's jump like, in. don't listen to Rob. You need, you need kids, bro. It's like but the devil and yeah. angel don't pressure on your shoulder. I'm like, no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do it. Don't do it. Do it. <laughs> well, so what I did is I changed my light cycle up. And really, it worked up. It worked up. It worked out for the simple fact of the temperature here. The swings in Michigan is like, it's up and down, especially in the summertime. Like, it's super, super hot consistently. The winter, cold as hell. So having my lights at night, obviously, it works better for me anyways. But then also the electric company, weirdly enough, told me they're like, hey, there's less you know, usage around that time. So between seven to seven would work better. I'm like, run it. Yeah. So, I mean, it, it all worked out. But for me, the main goal was is to be able to have my garden on after my kids are getting ready to go to bed, after I'm laying them down for bed and it's good to go. So then I'm able to kind of maintain and take care of everything after that point. I do all my work in the daytime, go home and chill from like 435 to 7, 8 o'clock. And then I'm in the garden until about maybe 11. And then I'm back to doing more work until about two in the morning. Usually sometimes some call of duty makes your way into it, but usually it's just like my routine is pretty consistent. And I use for myself, I've got alarm set. I've got like smart alarms on Google. I've got um, Evernote where like I'll document certain things where I know I'm like, all right, set a reminder on Evernote because I've got to add these different things into the garden now, especially with the organic mix. It's been hands off, but I've taken notes because I'm documenting it. So it's like everything I'm doing is very systematized. So I don't have to Again, shoot from the hip. If I know that I've got two, three hours to work on something, I have that time delegated out, blocked out, and I know I'm doing that. And not having the kids, I probably would be more flexible and do what I want. But with a family man, you got to kind of block it out. Or even just a, a girlfriend, like even at that point, she want to spend some time together. You can't just always be, you know, Edward Scissorhands in the garden. 
That's for sure. I, I'm a little bit blessed. I, I get to go with the flow and whenever I just walk yes, around and lucky. go, oh, I, I need to do this and I can just do it. And... We're all envious. We're like, yeah, yeah. Cool. It were, like, honestly, I, I, <laughs> I, I love the system that I have, the way it works up. Uh, when I first started growing, I, maybe I speak for myself, but I was, uh, I was uh, essentially a victim of my own curiosity. And I checked on my fucking plants 200 times a day and <laughs> it was totally unnecessary you need to be in there no more than once a day you know with the right monitoring and the right systems in place there is no need to be in your garden more than once a day um you know i can understand don't get that's not that you know uh, exceptions arise that you need to come in there more than once but i'm just saying there's no reason to be in there more than once a day yeah um but uh you know that's the i'm i am thankful that i i have the family behind me that encourages me as i as i had mentioned before um but as 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 we've all kind of noted work in the garden can consume your life in the same way that your job can consume your life um your hobbies can consume your life your addictions can consume your life i i think it's it's very important to have a level of balance for everything that you do in your life for the benefit of yourself for the benefit of your loved ones, for the benefit of those around you, you know, your community and so on and so forth. You need to be well, well balanced for lack of a better word. And I, I think strain starts to happen if you have one of those that are going up more than the other one. So if your attention to the home is higher than your attention in the garden, guess what's going to suffer, right? Your attention in the garden, the garden is going to suffer naturally. Yeah. If you put too much time into work and not enough time into the garden at home, guess what's going to suffer? right right your family's gonna be pissed your garden's gonna be pissed and you know what the attention that you're putting in work probably isn't going that far anyway because you're so fucking stressed about everything else so you, there needs to be an important balance and if we could segue into uh what could happen if you don't have that balance like i have been, yeah. I, I have had friends that have texted me and said bro look at this and they send me a picture of their garden destroyed roots plants ripped up stems what? cut in half lights thrown on the ground why because they didn't have that foundation of a of, a, of an accepting either partner or wife and they literally ripped their shit apart because they were just so livid well let me oh just say God. i got myself some new lights but the thing is is that <sighs> you need to have that balance i do not recommend growing in an atmosphere and an environment that is not healthy and friendly you can't. You cannot. You cannot because a the trust will become an issue. Then you, you got to be worried about what how you know what's going to happen to your stress level when you're trying to pay attention to these things more than others. You you need a positive environment to grow, and um, if you don't if you don't have that, uh, your paddle you're going up creek without that paddle. Oh, man. That's yeah. brutal. I had I had a girl I had a girl that I was dating um, for good, good, a very good, short very period catch. of time. <laughs> what was that? Good catch. Like, I had a girl. <laughs> the girl I was dating, she was a girlfriend. We weren't friends. So we were dating, right? And we were on a couple of dates. And one of them, we were drinking at the bar and um, having great conversation. You know, she's really cool. Uh, then cannabis got brought up and um, she was against it. And she was not supportive of what I did. And she was didn't smoke, uh, just, um, you know, thought of me differently for what I did. And she's sitting there drinking alcohol. Like crazy. Yet, that kills people, right? That, that people die from. I don't know how many people die every year, but you know, More. tens of thousands. Oh, yeah. And then you got cannabis, which you know nobody dies off of. Um, so she's just didn't really have that understanding and, and not having that support 
um, was definitely fr frustrating. Um, and uh, so I'm just so thankful now that I'm actually with a girl who supports me. And, you know, I had a hundred thousand subscribers on, on my channel recently and she wanted to celebrate with me. That's fantastic. And uh, even, it even goes as far as her family too. So I was so, um, you know, cautious about, Hey, you know, what did your mom think about this? What does your dad think about this? And um, luckily they're, they don't care. They're like fully on board. So it's like such a huge Dude, weight off of my shoulders, huge. being able to have conversations with them huge. about what I do as a career and for all of them to be supportive of what I do. And I highly recommend anybody who's maybe in a relationship or, or has it, or about to be in a relationship with someone who's not supportive of what you do or on cannabis in general, have some hard thought on this because Real cannabis hard is a big thought. part of your life. So if they're not on board with that, it could, it's probably going to yeah. cause problems down the road. I'd rather have know? somebody who was indifferent than, than was judgmental. And I'm sure you probably drove her to such anxiety. She went home and upped her anxiety medication prescription. So, <laughs> <laughs> and then maybe drink again that night. So, you know, it's, it's just insane how that works. And I had a, a buddy, you know, actually an acquaintance. Now I will say, um, he had some weirdness going on in his life, but he was growing out in his shed for a while. He had everything set up very low key. He was using T5s for flowering even. So his electricity bill was pretty low, but the smell would usually be an issue. And so he's like, oh, it's a skunk, honey. Just a skunk. It's, we, we had issues with skunks back there. And one day she decided to go out back, I think with one of her girlfriends or do something. I don't know what they were doing. Mm. Opened it up. Mm. Lo and behold, there's a whole garden there. And she was not 420 friendly at all. She said that her dad ruined his life from cannabis. And our whole family lost everything from weed. He was an addict. And like, I mean, she Strung obviously. Strung on the weed, man. Yeah, her dad obviously was, you know, shooting it up or something. I don't know what was going on. Maybe in the nose. I'm not sure. But, yeah, ruined, ruined everything for them. But um, it was a scenario for him. He almost lost his whole family over it. And she was ready to file a divorce and take kids and all that stuff. So he quit growing, cut ties with anybody who smokes, doesn't even smoke. Once in a blue moon, he'll get some gummies from a mutual friend of ours. And it's just, it's crazy. And it's like, really, it's that big of a deal. And honestly, I think the dishonesty was probably where it was a larger deal. For sure. Than For sure. The cannabis itself. But when you know somebody's saying, hey, it's ruined my whole family, everything's like, maybe you should just get a caregiver. <laughs> All right. And not smoke at home. Yeah. It, yeah. You, <laughs> you, you don't want that battle, man. You're going to be battling in the garden naturally. You're going to be battling in the house with your loved ones naturally. You know what? Battle and family should go hand in hand. I think that's why there's as, the same amount of letters. But it's like, is there the same amount? Anyways. Uh, Close. Yeah. <laughs> I just really did that really fast. Um, you know, it, it, they're going to happen naturally. If you're going to just add more variables of stress, it's just not going to happen to you it, or it's not going to work best for you. Um, I, I'm curious too, Rob, since you, you have kids, yours are, yours are, you said two and four? Yeah. Okay. So yours are a little bit younger than mine. I have one boy, he's nine and he's gotten to the point where questions are his thing now. You know, and don't get me wrong, at four, five, six, he had questions. But these were questions that I could even give a full sentence answer to before I lost his attention kind of thing. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, but how I'm curious how other people are going about educating their children how they sustain gardens in their house. Um, because I, I know that for me in particular, yeah, both of my gardens are concealed behind a door. You've got to get through, you got to come through the house to the basement come through a closet door that leads to a hall. It's really kind of like, I don't know, James Bond. Yeah, it kind of nice. is. Yeah, it like kind of is. You come in, there's nothing secret about it. It's a, it's a closet door. So it's, there's no hidden passion, but you, you open the door and then you come in, there's a little, a little hallway leads to the bedroom. Another door leads to the flower room. 
So it's, that's not a naturally observable. Well, what is observable is that my watering hole that sits just adjacent to my wife's laundry area, uh, you patriarchal bastards out there that don't think my wife can have a laundry area, then damn you. Okay. <laughs> she does laundry hell of a lot better it's than hers. I do. That's right. Okay. Yeah, I, I'm not allowed to so do happens. laundry I in my take house. care of the grass. I do the snow blowing, chopping the wood. She's really good at doing laundry. Okay. I mean, it's the way it goes. I'm not bad at washing cars and cutting grass. Uh, the hashtag exactly. no shame. Anyway, you wouldn't believe how much trouble I get in for saying that, but it's like, uh, like you he would tell you it's her laundry area. Yeah, yeah, right? Son of a bitch. It's like, Anyways, no, she uh, made this. She, this is her idea. Anyways, no, I, didn't yeah. I, I, make... I didn't know you don't fold and or put bras in the dryer. Dude, that's, that's my learned, problem gentlemen. too. Lesson that's learned, gentlemen. It's funny you say that. I learned so something new today. Six bras. Right? There you go. There you go. I'll save you one there, bro. Yeah, Chris. Um, be wise. No bras in the dryer, bro. <laughs> I, um, uh, I have to take my stuff out from the garden to the watering hole. And often at times, uh, it's, it's, it's a multiple, multitude amount of, uh, multitude of plants. And they can be big and they're beautiful. You know, they're eye, they're eye candy. They're very attractive yeah. plants. Let's be real. And my and son... They stink a little bit too. Oh, do they stink. And so at my son at nine years old, you know, just this last, like maybe a month ago, go, month ago or two months ago, specifically said, Dad, why do, you, why do you grow your own medicine? Why do you grow these plants? And my response, I, and I, although I had practiced this response in my head for the last nine years, it, it, it caught me off guard. And it was tough. It was tough because despite all of the, the advocacy that I've done and the championing that I've done, it's still unknown. And all the research and, and discussions that I've had, there is no real solid conception or real solid um, um, idea on how to raise your children around cannabis. You know, we've kind of made it understood that you don't smoke cigarettes in the house. Nobody grows tobacco on their own. So it's not like, you know, it's very cut dry in terms of no cigarettes are bad. You know, you don't do it. But when it comes to cannabis, this isn't even something you can compare to. People are very, very open about liquor. I, I just so happen to listen to a lot of country music. Well, I listen to all kinds of music, but I listen to a lot of country music, at least in particular in the car when I'm cruising. And the amount of alcohol references that are on country music songs, it's every song. It's every song that has alcohol reference. And my son, my son has grown up very quickly to understand what whiskey is, what alcohol, what rum is, beer is. You know, he knows these things. And not because I've taught it to him. It's just, just it's been thrown at him. That's yeah. right. So it's like, what is the approach then to take when it comes to educating your children. And so when he asked me that question, I simply just looked at him and I said, daddy grows his own medication so that I don't have to buy it from anyone. And so that I know that the stuff that I create is good. It's going to work for me and it's going to allow me to be the dad and the man that you and mommy rely on every single day. Okay. Done. That's good. He grabbed his, he grabbed his like, hockey stick, took it and he fucking just started taking shots on the net again. He didn't give a fuck. But if I had been like, cool, dude. well, uh, don't worry about it. That is the worst answer. That's the yep. worst fascination. Don't touch it. It's not yours. This is daddy's go. You know, like people answer like that, man. People answer like that. And, and the reality is, is wow. For something that didn't seem like a big deal at first, all of a sudden became something really, really attractive. You know, at least it would for me. That's like so, uh, the legalization thing. When things open. are illegal, it attracts people. Be honest. Be free with your children. There's no reason that you need to shelter them, bubble them. And, 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 and you know, I, I personally... I don't blaze openly throughout my house. And by blaze, I mean like smoke. I have a room that I go yeah, come down to. And this is, man. yep. And this is where I chill. And is it ventilated where shit? No, it all boxes in here and it gets all over my monitors and my computer screens and stuff. But it's not ventilated in any ways. I, I, I don't see a, a reason to have to go outside. Um, I feel as if my actions are, are, are at least responsible enough that I can be, uh, I can do what I'm doing. Now, do people take judgment on that? Of course they're going to, but... There's still people that smoke in the house with their children, for Christ's sake. But anyways, yeah. anyways, anyways. Dude, I know uh, people right in front of their kids. And it, they'll, they'll hand in me the, the car. Book, and I'm like, in the car, even. 
Can we go in the other room or something? Yeah, right. smoking a cigarette. No, can you go outside with the weed, please? We're, we're yeah, smoking like, cigarettes. We don't smoke here. weed in here. Um, go. But yeah, uh, be open. Be 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 honest with your children. They're, you're gonna thank yourself for it in the long run. And, and I, I think, think it's like to an extent, you know, like uh, to an extent, you want to be intelligent in how you word things. Like I've got a few buddies, acquaintances. I don't like throwing that word "buddy" out too loose. <laughs> acquaintances. Uh, he had a book that I saw, and I thought it was just a, a funny thing. I'm like, ha, that's funny. It was like a. Uh, like Daddy Grows or something like, basically like a don't snitch book. And the whole book just talks about not telling your teacher that your dad grows weed at home. The whole, and it was like funny, but his kids were literally reading this like it was, this is how they need to treat things. And it was like, don't snitch. It literally said that in the book. And it was like a little kid's book. But, and like, hey, you know, I well, guess you can't that's how fix you, stupid. You can't fix. Yeah. And, yeah. You know, well, like, this dude's I, got a, te- he's never been to prison and he's got a teardrop or no, he's now it's a, it's not a teardrop. It's a cross because he got right with Jesus. So, okay. okay yeah. Okay. He's okay. right. Well, you know. clearly misguided, misguided from this. Yeah. But, but the thing is, is that, yeah, you've got to be responsible when it comes to what you're going to teach your children. Right. And that comes without re- riding a bike. You know, you need to teach your child to ride a bike with a helmet. But there are kids that in the same age as my, my son who ride a bike without a helmet and the question is is how do you get that way you know well they've been told or not raised to not wear a helmet you know this isn't the the child's fault it's it's the responsibility of the parent that is lacking at their duties exactly i don't have kids um and and what i'm about to say you guys probably say oh he's gonna be a horrible parent but um, i can (laughs) see that at at some point i don't know what the correct age would be that it would be beneficial for the kids to start learning about the plants and the reason i say that is because of the fact that growing uh, cannabis is very similar to growing other plants right so if you're teaching kids about microbes in the soil and feeding the soil and how the plant uptakes nutrients, you know, the biology, the chemistry behind things. I mean, that's just gonna make the the, the kid smarter, right? Agree. Um, and then he might have an interest and that might be something that he, you know, goes to college for potentially, dude, but dude. Um, I'm not sure what age that is. I mean, certainly not no, um, you know what? 10 years old. It's <laughs> no, that's, a, that's a really, that, that you're, you're absolutely right. And then for, forget about the knowledge. Um, I can tell you firsthand the bond that you're gonna create with father and or mother and child tending to your plants is one of the most irreplaceable feelings that you're ever going to have i can't I, I can't tell you how amount how much joy i felt when my son asked me if he could water the plants i said of course you can you know what i mean let's do it man it's a two gallon jug you know we're both hanging on to it man and we're learning we're learning about watering and why they need it you're, you're absolutely right and the, the the knowledge the bond and any kind of development at that age is going to help and also start to allow them to not build up any any negative stereotypes and stigmas towards cannabis. Right. So when someone comes to, like, I've got the idea that when someone comes to my son in say grade school or, you know, early high school or whatever and says, Hey, do you want to try this, this weed? My son's going to look at it and be like, what the fuck are you doing with that? You know what I mean? (laughs) You know, where was this growing? How many kids tried to persuade you to take Tylenol in school? Bet you none of them did. None of them did. Why? Because Tylenol was just something that every parent had. They knew exactly what it did. It was good for headaches and making mommy stop yelling at me, you know, and then (laughs) I didn't want it. Why? Because it was a medicine. Yeah, it's not It wasn't forbidden fruit. It was a medicine. And as you grow and learn about medicines, they're not to be exploded. Well, not to be exploded. Well, perhaps they are. They're not to be taken advantage of. I don't know how to frame it. They're not to be abused. Thank you. Abused, um, like that at least, better. yeah. That's and I think you could even argue that that's not you. You could abuse it to get the best out of it to exploit it. But <laughs> yeah, anyways, yeah, yeah. anyways, but you know, I'll you know, digress. In a negative you guys know way. what I'm getting at, right? So, yeah, yeah uh, it, it's a good conversation to have. Great conversation to have. Well, dude, what's is crazy important. is my four-year-old 
could identify Mullen when we're on walks and shit. Like he yeah, is a little right. plant aficionado. My my mom has always been about it. Like my grandma's name's Rainbow by law, so like legally, she's just converted herself to that. She's very hippie like. So we've always been about you know growing plants in general. So cannabis has been different in my family overall. It's there's always been the stigma, of course, but I don't let my kid come in and hang out in the garden he's for. But like he's literally complimented. He's like, oh, my plants look great, Dad. I'm like. Mm-hmm. Thanks, dude. Mine <laughs> doesn't hang out in the garden either. Yeah, it's still no. He'll just like space. pop his head in. He'll be like, "Well, oh, looks great." Like, yeah. <laughs> but thanks, dude. He's like, "They look real healthy." Especially if you have a thanks, an wow, okay. garden uh, where you're growing some food and whatnot, you you can bring your young and yeah, it just looks normal. All the same things you would about cannabis, but just about a tomato or about uh, lettuce or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's the beauty too. Is if especially for the organic growers out there, where a lot of it you could apply. It's it's not a bottle that says for cannabis, not that all of them do, but some of them specifically do where a kid may get more of the overall general botany knowledge when you got them in there. We're learning the soil, the microbes, all the things like you were saying, Green Goblin, where it's like, it's a fascinating side for kids and that would attract them to a different area of it. So if you're going to educate your kids, do it the right way. Don't do it sloppy and just like it's a party thing. And in my opinion, smoking on the kids isn't the best idea. Combustion smoking isn't great, but some people do it, man. I was just at somebody's house, like I said, and they're trying to hand me the blunt. And I'm like, Wait, no? Okay. I blow the smoke out the window and shit like, but to each their own, you know, no judgment here. I just know around my kids, I definitely don't do it. It comes down to, I think, with with people in your garden, it doesn't matter if it's a roommate even, we are talking about this before, a significant other, kids, proper education is good, distance is good because it's your stuff, depending on the legalities of it too, like certain areas you can't have anyone in your garden, but proper education, man, that's such a key thing. Like this isn't just a, a party plant. We're not just hanging out like, woohoo, like turn up, man. This is, this, it's botany. So I think education is key and being able to do things in a mature sense. Like you got to break the stigma, starting young and moving up. Good point. Good point. Absolutely. And then kind of in relation to, to all this, uh, you know, we talk about significant others and kids, wife, girlfriend, whoever. Um, those are people who are directly around, uh, you know, the plants in, in some way. Uh, roommate is another thing that kind of I want to talk mm-hmm. about real quick is mm-hmm. I do have a roommate. I'm not sure if you guys have, have roommates <laughs> or just live with family, but um, I have a roommate and fortunately uh, he grows himself. Um, now he hasn't been growing as long as me, but um, he does uh, pick up things pretty quickly and he has his own plants <laughs> and I have my own plants <laughs> and it's really it, beneficial. It sounds like instead of inhaling the, um, about helium, you inhale the, plants, the other gas and, that makes um, your voice really He doesn't deep. take everything I say um as gossip as uh something that is end all be all he will do additional research and he'll take care of his plants the way he wants to take care of his plants which is really cool but one of the real benefits of it is um he can take care of my plants when i'm away so um that's a huge perk man yeah like somebody who has some knowledge of it too so when they go in to actually check out your plants they know what you're doing your your regimen for the most part because you've been talking but you have confidence because you've seen their plants they're right there you know what i'm saying that's cool yeah and one thing that's made it a lot easier for us and this might be a tip for maybe somebody else who who's in a similar situation is um, keeping track of feeding right everyone has kind of their own way for feeding schedule schedule um, you know the way they feed their plants and stuff like that (laughs) one thing that that i use is google sheets and created just a simple spreadsheet you know yeah, then yeah. you can share it exactly. Top line is, is the different strains and the different columns, and there's row the rows of the dates. And here I got a visitor here. <laughs> Speaking <laughs> of family, the other roommate. Yeah. I think uh, though that's a great great point, man. Is if you do have a roommate or you've got a significant other that's going to be home, let's say you go on a business trip, you're out of town, to have like some sort of system of being able to work together in that sense, a symbiotic relationship of like, hey, I need you to water these three days or do something these three days. I've screwed up numerous times going on business trips and didn't have that set up where I'm just calling and saying, hey, uh, five milliliters, five milliliters, 12 milliliters, and then they mix it all up. And I'm like, fuck, 
I was not specific. I, I don't know why I didn't tell them. I should have mm -hmm. set this up, come back, and my plants are burned up and crappy. So being able to have the, the organization, not just the time management and everything like that, but you could potentially utilize your family and the people within it to be able to help you in the garden. So there's a lot of perks. There's a lot of cons. There's a lot of things that you got to balance, you know, but it's a struggle, man. Everyday struggle when you're trying to have the family, the garden, you know, your life, job, all these things. It's, it's balance is key. I think that kind of caps off this episode for the most part. That goes over all the main things we wanted to touch on. Uh, if you got anything else to add, drop it in the comment section if you're on YouTube. If you're listening on Spotify, Apple, anywhere else like that, comment to yourself. Appreciate everybody who's been tuning in. Four from the Stats Podcast, your boy Rob from Cannabis Lifestyle TV, Pigeons 420, Chris, a.k.a. Mr. Grow It, and the homie Green Goblin on the ones and twos. We'll see you all next week. Take Peace. care, guys.